We are going to be using our brains or more importantly, our thoughts to get rich today. We're going live. We'll do it live. This is the Come On Man podcast. And here's your host, Paul Bauer. Good morning, gentlemen. It's hump day. Less than a week away until my book comes out on Amazon. I'm pretty excited. I was supposed to get my author's copies this week, and I was going to make the autograph versions available like ahead of time. But Amazon's like slow with the shipping for the, the author's copies. When you order your own copy, it, it comes much faster. And I think that's because like you're paying more for it. Whatever. Anyway, uh, I'm wearing my devotion wrestling hat today because Manny Lemons, uh, the, pr- the promoter that owns Devotion Wrestling, he reached out to me last night on Instagram. He's like, hey, man, can you make it out this weekend? He's fighting EC3 for the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship this Saturday in Salt Lake City. And I was like, yeah, man, I'll try to make it <laughs> like last minute. Decided to go buy tickets. I have front row tickets to it and uh, went and booked a hotel room. I sent a text message to my son because he's at his mom's house this week. I'm like, uh, we're going to Salt Lake City this week. And we're going to go watch a, uh, a World Heavyweight Championship match. So anyway, that's uh, that's what I'm doing this weekend. And got to got to represent got to represent the, uh, the the home team, you know, when it comes to pro wrestling. Um, By the way. We are not talking about that today. We are talking about the science of getting rich. We are continuing my series on the science of getting rich today. We are now on chapter four. If you guys aren't familiar with this series, I'm going through the book, The Science of Getting Rich. This one here is the is the trilogy, right? The Science of Getting Rich, The Science of Being Well, and The Science of Being Great. These were all written in like 1912, right? But we're going through The Science of Getting Rich. And it's a it's a classic law of attraction book. It's very no BS, right? It's just step by step. Um, now, this chapter is interesting because it really kind of gets into the meat, the meat of of what we're doing in this book, right? The that's what the first principle is. That's the title of this episode: the first principle in the science of getting rich. And uh, we're going to get into it today, and some of it is a little woo woo just uh just fyi but we're gonna we're gonna break it down a little bit right we're gonna talk about some new research that's come out uh so we're gonna talk about what he says back in 1912 they didn't know they didn't like they had this idea they had this idea of like this is how it works but we don't know we can't prove it we don't know now there's some quantum science that's actually backing some of this stuff they have different terms for it now but we'll get into that today um yeah, before we get too far into this, though, guys, be sure to where are we at? Be sure to uh, like, subscribe, hit those notifications, and sound off today. Sound off in the live. That helps these go by much smoother. I like you guys' interaction. If you think any of this is nonsense, let us know. Like, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> so far, these episodes haven't been getting great. Um, you know, great numbers compared to some of these other ones. I get it. You know, I think most people tune in for like the dating and relationship stuff, right? Not necessarily law of attraction stuff. But the funny thing is, is once you master the law of attraction stuff, like everything else tends to work out because it's all about 
changing your mindset when you really get down to the nuts and bolts of it. Um, guys, send super chats. Super chats help support the show probably more than anything else. All right. So the first concept in uh, in this chapter of the science of getting rich is the power of thought. Right, the power of thought, and that really is what what at the at the core of it. Right, <laughs> it's it's our thoughts, how we how we how we perceive things, how we like our belief in things. Right. So the chapter emphasizes the idea that thought is a dynamic force capable of shaping tangible outcomes in one's life. Right. Um, now he says that thought is the only power that can produce tan tangible riches in the formless substance. He refers to it as the formless substance. Um, now, the more you study this stuff, that's not entirely true. That's not the whole story. Okay. It's our emotions that interact with what he calls the formless substance. All right. It's, it's not just our thoughts, but it's our emotions about the thoughts. Right. Um, so it's like it's like you can think of it like this. Our our thoughts um create our our actions. Our actions are because of like our, you know, <laughs> our emotions about said thought, right? Some some say it, it causes a vibration if you want to get woo with it, but really it's like our thoughts create our actions, our actions create our results, right? Um but it's also our emotions, right? If you want to get to the woo of it, it's our thoughts and our, our emotions connected, right? So it's it's coherent be, between our thoughts and our, our subconscious thoughts, I should say. Our subconscious thoughts and the emotion of gratefulness for already having achieved our goals is what produces our goals using the law of attraction. Likewise, if our thoughts are negative, if our thoughts are negative and our emotions are equally negative, we tend to attract more negative things in our life, don't we? Don't we? And I've been seeing that a lot on social media lately. <laughs> I sit there and I, I put out a post saying, hey, you can do this. Other people have done this. Why can't you? And I just get a tirade of people just going off about why they can't do things, right? That's a negative, a very negative mindset. And that's what's keeping them where they're at. Um, but once you realize that, you realize, hey, I can change my mindset about something and start thinking about how I can you know, it's weird. Like when you start thinking about how you can, like things start changing for you. It's amazing. It's amazing. Um, I'm going to get into that this this Friday with uh, with uh, Mike Steele. He's a Dragon member. We're going to be talking about that on Friday. Um, so you got to ask yourself with this stuff, right? Not to crap on this book or anything, but is it really interacting with a formless substance? Or is it just firmly programming our subconscious to believe it's a reality? Hmm. Hmm. Something to think about. Something to think about. It could very well be that we are interacting with a formless substance. Could be. Could be. I'm not saying we're not. I'm just saying, like, uh, people that are very anti-woo will, like, dismiss that, right? That sounds like magical thinking. I get it. So maybe that's not it. Maybe we're just reprogramming our subconscious thoughts to believe we can achieve something. Maybe that's true, right? Who knows? All I know is that when you apply the principles, it works. Okay? So does it really matter why it works? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, let's see. Where, what else do we have here? The next concept is original substance. Right. So he introduces the concept of a formless substance from which 
Everything is made and highlights its responsiveness to thought. Okay. So this was talked about in uh, a previous chapter a little bit. Um, now, quantum science calls this the quantum field. All right. And I've done I've done other episodes on this. Quantum science now calls this the quantum field. It's not a substance per se. It's more like an electromagnetic field that connects all particles at the subatomic level. That's been proven. Quantum field has been uh, there's evidence of this. Right. So originals. Original substance, um, this is what he says in the book, original substance moves in accordance with its thoughts. Um, everything you see around you is the visible expression of a thought in original substance, he says. Everything, and if, think about it, right? The the uh, bil big buildings in New York City, they didn't just magically appear there. Some guy sat down at a, uh, at a table and he had a thought of building a building and he drew it out on paper and planned it out and then got people together and they came and built it, right? Start off as a thought first, okay? <laughs> so he says that as the formless stuff thinks of a form, it takes that form. As it thinks of motion, it takes that motion, right? The uh, and then going back to what I was saying, like everything started as a thought. The the phone that you're watching this on, the computer that you're watching this on, the television that you're watching this on, all those devices, those those inventions were originally created as thought. And when you think about that kind, of, when you think about it like that, it makes sense, right? Everything starts as an idea at the very least. Is it truly moving the substance into form? I don't know. I don't know. Now, he does say this. He does say it later in this chapter. He says that what usually happens is uh, we have the building materials to make this stuff already. And what we end up doing through work and labor with our ideas is building the stuff out of materials already available. He asserts in this chapter that if we really wanted to, right, if the materials didn't exist, our, th our thoughts in the substance would create it it would create it out of the substance. Like it would just create, right? <laughs> Is that true? I don't know. I'm, I'm not saying it was, it's not true. I'm just saying like there's people out there that, you know, are a little skeptical about such things. <laughs> um. So he says we live in a thought world, which is part of a larger thought-based universe. <clears throat> now the secret the movie, The Secret, if you guys ever watched the movie, The Secret, I highly recommend it. But the problem with that movie is it really does make it seem like it's genies granting wishes, right? It's very magical thinking. Um, they do talk about all the stuff, like how it's important to take action, but it's almost like all that kind of stuff is like glossed over in favor of the woo-woo, <laughs> right? So The Secret actually says we live in a feelings-based universe, which is why some argue that's not necessarily our thoughts, but the cohesion of our thoughts coupled with the emotion, right? So Dr. Joe Dispenza in uh, the Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, which is a really good book. I just finished it. And Greg Braden, which uh, I, he, I just finished his book called The Divine Matrix. They teach that it works this way. Because although our thoughts produce waves, <clears throat> our hearts produce bigger waves, and our heart's nervous system contains around 40,000 
uh, neurons called sensory neurites, which uh, where thoughts and memories are stored. So our brain, our, our, we ask, we have a, a separate sort of brain-like uh, system in our hearts. It's pretty fascinating stuff, right? I think that was proven in the late '90s. Um, you can look that up. But we have uh, we have a nervous system in our hearts with forty thousand neurons called sensory neurites, and, and they, there's thoughts and memories stored there too. So if we have cohesion between our thoughts and feelings in our head. And thoughts and feelings in our heart. With that cohesion, we have a much bigger signal to interact with the formless substance with, right? Don't we? <laughs> and you can measure these brain waves in our heart waves, right? With EEGs and EKGs. And you'll find that your heart actually produces a bigger, a bigger wave, right? So that's what they're saying. Is it that, though? Is it that? Or... Is it just really, it just really cements our belief in our subconscious mind? What, I mean, could it also be that too? It could also be that too, right? And again, anything our subconscious believes to be true, it will try to make it true. All right. That's going to be a theme throughout this series. We have a lot of people chatting right now. Oh, we got some super chats and we're past the eight minute mark. Hell yeah. All right. We got here, um, <laughs> Marty and sales. He smashed that like button and broke his phone. Thanks. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you for the enthusiasm. Yes. My book is out on the 11th. We'll talk about that today. Uh, let's see here. Brother Nathan said a $2 super chat. I'm going to, I'm going to give you this. I'm going to give you this. I'm just going to say it. This guy fucks. Am I right? Yes, he definitely fucks. And then we have Ed with a $5 super chat. Beard club makes you rich in potential good dude interactions. LOA works. Yes. And you get this. Shame this horse. Yes, shame these horse. <laughs> because I know you like that sound drop so much. Hey, nurse chicks in the house. Good morning, babe. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. So. So is it that our hearts and minds are cohesive, cohesive and we're interacting with the formless substance, also known as the quantum field or are we just really cementing this belief that we we you know we this is our new reality and our and if our subconscious believes this is our reality it makes it true does it really matter does it really matter i i argue it doesn't matter as long as if you follow the the techniques you're going to get results so does it matter if it's the formless substance or if it's just your subconscious mind it doesn't matter it doesn't matter guys who cares who cares if you're getting results, right? Okay, guys, be sure to follow me on social media. The links are in the description. I'm now on threads, right? Have you guys been on threads? All of a sudden, I have already have 600 followers on threads. I just signed up for it last night. Uh, I don't know. How, I think they're, they're, they're adding followers that, you know, I think they add already existing Instagram followers. I think that's how that works. Um, and then they, they reserve your Instagram account with threads. It's literally just Twitter. It's just Instagram's answer to Twitter. Uh, but we'll see how it goes. It might, I might just completely get rid of TikTok because TikTok, I'm in an account warning with my third account now. Speaking of being on an account warning and being on a third account with TikTok, get on the email list, guys. If I ever get banned from a platform, I want to be able to reach out to you. I, I also recommend that you guys follow me on all the different social medias in case I do get banned from a particular platform. But uh, I don't have any control over any of those platforms. So 
I do have control over my email list. And if you get on the email list, you get 20 dating app openers. And you also get a free chapter from my book, right? It's on the, the four ways to meet women. And then I also mail you some stickers. If you guys don't want any stickers, that's okay. Just put it in the address field. Don't want stickers. And I won't waste a stamp sending them to you. You got you international bastards are the worst at putting like either a, 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 a fake address or you don't know how mail works from the United States. And you and you put your address down wrong, and I I end up spending a buck fifty to have it returned. Please stop! Don't do that. <laughs> if you don't want the stickers, it's okay. It's okay. Um, and then finally, the book, guys. The book comes out December eleventh, this coming Monday. You can still pre-order the Kindle edition for only ninety nine cents. Uh, that's going to go away once the uh. Once the book comes out, I'm going to raise that price. But for now, you can pre-order it for a limited time for only 99 cents. I'm going to play a commercial for that, and then we'll we'll continue with, uh, with the science of getting rich. Life is a journey filled with twists and turns. Why is it that essential life lessons aren't taught in school? You probably know that the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. But do you know how to invest in a Roth IRA? We're not taught to build ourselves mentally, physically, and spiritually. The roadmap to success is more than just a college degree. You don't have to follow the traditional route. Success isn't confined to a classroom. It's about discovering your own path. You ever wish that someone handed you a guidebook to life when you were 18? Well, it's never too late to rewrite your story. Everything I wish I knew when I was 18. Advice for young men to create a great life for themselves. This book is your compass, guiding you to pick the right career how to invest wisely, and how to prepare for a fulfilling future. To take control of your health and your fitness, learn how to date efficiently and find genuine desire, and master the art of leading healthy relationships. Your path is defined by the choices you make, not by others' expectations. Don't wait until you're 35 to unlock your potential. Set your calendars because the book drops December 11th but you can pre-order the Kindle edition now for only 99 cents for a limited time. Rewrite your story. Build the life you deserve. Um, and also, there I think I mentioned it at the beginning, there's going to be autograph versions available. They're going to be the same price as Amazon, but with an autograph. And um, the hardcover, if you get the hardcover, if you guys want a hardcover edition, order it through me. Order the autograph version because it's actually going to be cheaper. Um, I'm able to do that. <laughs> Amazon, Amazon's cost for hardcovers is redonk. It's redonk. And then they they have to add their commission off the top of it. So it's like, nah, nah, order it through me. Ooh, your birthday's the 13th. Well, happy early birthday, Ethan. And yeah, that would be a good good gift. If not for Christmas, I, I, if you order it on the 11th, it's not going to arrive on the 13th. It's uh, they're, they're, they have to print it. It's print on demand, you know. So they have to print it, then ship it. It's going to take at least a week, but uh, at least a good Christmas gift, you know. And it's not like it's it like it's uh you know everything I wish I knew when I was 18. And I do want kids that are 18 to read it. Cause that will give them a leg up in life. But I guarantee most people that are going to read it are going to be like 30 year olds that don't have the information in the book, right? Like how, how to properly invest for your retirement and stuff like that. A lot of guys that are in their thirties don't, don't even have a, a retirement account set up yet. And then next thing you know, they're going to be 50 and trying to play catch up 
And when, if they started when they were 18, they could be millionaires by the time they're 50. You see what I'm saying? Like that go into it in the book. I actually, I don't talk about it a lot in the podcast, but investments and investing is, is like one of my favorite subjects. So, um, all right. Speaking of money and investments, let's get back to the, the topic at hand today. So the next concept in this chapter is creation through thought, right? So he asserts that thought in the original substance produces the forms and experiences one encounters in life. He talks about how thinking stuff, right? He, this is like one of the, my favorite things about this book. Everything is stuff, right? There's this stuff, this thinking stuff, <laughs> thinking stuff, moving in accordance with the, with thought created the solar system and the planets, right? Thoughts created in the substance created our planets, our solar system, all the stars and stuff like that. It's how it creates, how oak trees are created, it, he says in the book. Oak trees are, are created through thought in the formless substance. And he says it does this according to the lines of motion it has established, right? The oak tree doesn't just magically appear full grown, but the process is started along with uh, along with the established lines of growth. So the process starts and everything that tree needs is provided for it, right? It, it attracts it in, through the through the soil. It attracts what it, the nutrients it needs to grow, right? <clears throat> now he says, uh, take a house, for instance, right? Thinking in the form doesn't magically produce a house. He says, it, what it does, though, is it puts in motion creative energies enough uh, already working in trade, construction, and labor to build the house quickly. So you're, you want this house to be built, right? You come up with this idea for the house. It puts in motion all the, all the, all the things necessarily necessary to build the house, he says. <laughs> now, he asserts, though, and we talked about this a little bit. He asserts that um, if the creative channels uh, don't exist already, right? If there's not already tradesmen to build the house, there's not already lumber to build the house with, right? He says, if the channels don't exist already, then the, the house would be magically made in the substance without waiting. He says, if you if you really wanted this thing and you had this idea for a thing, it the materials would show up. Okay, that's what he's saying. Is that true? I don't know. I don't know. Did the materials for uh, for trains exist before trains were invented? Or did someone come up with an idea for that and then they created the materials for it? I, I, I don't know. Think about that. Think about that for a minute. <laughs> no thought of form can be pressed upon the original substance without causing creation of the form, he says. That's a, that's a, a like basically he's got that uh, highlighted in his book. He says, no thought of form can be pressed upon the original substance without causing creation of the form. Right? Nature is abundant in wealth. That's true, Ethan. He says, before a man can build anything, he has to have thought it up in his head first. Right? Well, actually, I put that in there, right? Before a man can build anything, he has to have thought it up in his head first. Think and Grow Rich goes into this. Uh, if you guys haven't read Think and Grow Rich, really good book. Highly recommend it. Think and Grow Rich goes into this by using a battleship as an example and working backwards from its construction right he's like think of a battleship and think of like how big it is and all the guns on it and stuff like that and then he works backwards 
to uh you know the the committee in congress that that came together saying yeah we need to, we need more battleships right and and them writing up pieces of paper about it to the guy who originally thought of a battleship in the first place the guy who invented you know the battleship john battleship you know who i'm talking about <laughs> right but he works backwards to the invention the original thought of creating a battleship right <clears throat> the next concept is uh the monistic perspective now this kind of this gets into the spiritual spirituality spiritual woo-woo-ness right so he encourages readers to adopt a monistic viewpoint accepting the fundamental principles without doubt and focusing on a single powerful truth okay so <clears throat> this is there this this concept will come up throughout the rest of the book okay there's basically three um principles that he asserts with this book right and and then the rest of the the whole rest of the book just goes to sort of build upon this idea right but the first one is there is a thinking stuff from which all things are made and which in its original state permeates penetrates and fills the inner spaces of the universe we now know in in quantum science that that's the quantum field okay now he says a thought in the substance produces the thing that is imagined by the thought. The next one is man can form things in his thought and by impressing his thought upon formless substance can use the thing he thinks about to be created. All right. <clears throat> now he, he tries to give evidence of this through a very circular argument, which I don't think is very good. Uh, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to lay it out here. <laughs> but he's like, how can we know this? Well, I could prove it in several ways. And then he turns around to just reiterate what he was saying before. It's like, uh, that's not necessarily proof there, my guy, but whatever. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <clears throat> he goes on to say that all evidence you need is to do it yourself. And if you get rich, then you have your proof. I agree with that. I agree with that with everything I talk about on this podcast. Right. When it comes to dating, it's like a lot of guys will look at some of the some of the red pill stuff and go, that wouldn't work. What? Well, why wouldn't it? Have you tried it or do you just think it won't work? You know, so I I invite like literally everything I say on the show. Don't just take my word for it. Go out and try it yourself. Right. If it worked for you. Awesome. Right. Then then it works for you. That's all that matters. Right. Does it matter that there was a study done? That, no, it, it matters like in your life, <laughs> right? So if you go out, if you do this and, and it works for you, that's all the evidence you need, okay? He says, if lots of people do what he says and they all get rich, then it's irrefutable, right? And I would venture to say that lots of people have read this book or they've read Think and Grow Rich and have gone on to get rich. So there's something to it. Like almost every rich person out there has read either this book or or Think and Grow Rich. So there's something to it. I was talking to John Somnes, John Somnes, um, Bulldog Mindset. And uh, and he had Think and Grow Rich listed as like his recommended reading on his website. So I asked him about it. And he goes, man, the first like few times he tried reading that book, he threw the book away. 
Cause he's like, I don't want, I didn't want to believe this, but every time he said, every time he talked to a wealthy person, they all recommended that book to him. So he's like, there's gotta be something to this. And so he read that book and now he's a multimillionaire. You know what I mean? Um, John MLD. If you guys go back and listen, I, I interviewed John MLD a, a couple months ago. He said this specific book, someone told him to read this. He read it on repeat like a dozen times. He's a multimillionaire now. Okay. There's something to it. All right. Um, he says, if you, uh, he says that you have to get rid of any other ideas of the universe, except this monastic one, monistic one, right? The monistic one is basically the three things that he asserts, right? And monistic just means that we're all connected, right? It's the idea that we're all connected. We're not separate from each other. We're all connected somehow. Okay. So you have to get rid of any other ideas of the universe except for the monistic one and that you need to commit to memory the three fundamental statements um, I, I mentioned already. I'll mention them again, though. He says you need to commit this to memory. There is a thinking stuff from which all things are made and which in its original state permeates, penetrates and fills the inner spaces of the universe. A thought in the substance produces the thing that is imagined by the thought. Man can form things in his thought and by impressing his thought upon formless substance can cause the thing he thinks about to be created. He says, commit that to memory. I don't know if you necessarily think you have to commit it to memory, but at least have an idea of that. Okay, great. Um, guys, Beer Club is tomorrow night. Uh, we're, we're doing a Christmas hangout. You know, I, I, I have these themes, right? We did Thanksgiving hangout last month. We did ha Halloween hangout in October. It's just a hangout. I, I just put it out there because I think it's funny to say that. Uh, but it's just dudes getting together, talking about guy stuff. We had some really, we had a really good discussion last time. Um, we've had really good turnout. We've had such good turnouts that Thor, RP Thor said, hey, Paul, use my, my pro version of Zoom. Because we could have a hundred dudes in there. It's like, okay, cool. Because I've been doing it through StreamYard and we could only have, I, I think, a, uh, a dozen people on it at once. And we've had so many people on, they have to bring people in and out, right? <laughs> Which is a good problem to have. But Thor's like, here, let's use Zoom. So we're going to do it over Zoom this time. We can have up to a hundred dudes in it. Join the beer club. if you. It's a good hangout at the very least, right? Just talk about guy stuff. There's no women in there. We don't have to censor ourselves to, to make the women feel comfortable. Right. And you can literally talk about whatever you want. We could talk about, we could talk about trucks. We could talk about football, whatever. We could talk about PEDs, which we've done before. <laughs> Talked about, uh, you know, whatever, whatever you want to talk about, we'll talk about it. Uh, there's, there's no recordings. It's, you don't have to worry about censoring yourself. It's a, it's a good place to be. Um, and then if you guys want any kind of coaching, coaching's available at gumroad.comeonmanpod.com. All right. <clears throat> Let's get into these, these last, uh, these last ideas here. So the next one is the importance of belief, right? It emphasizes the need for unwavering belief in the fundamental propositions presented as doubt can hinder the creative process, right? Um, so it's really important that you trust the process and believe in the process. Uh, and this is because if you look around you, right, your current situation will tell you that you don't have whatever your goals are, 
right? Like, let's say you do want to be rich. Let's say that you do want to make at least six figures. You want to be the guy with the six figures and the six pack abs and the, you know, whatever. Um, your current situation will say that you don't have it already and you'll start forming doubts in your head, right? So you've got to have unwavering faith that it's going to happen, okay? And you, in fact, you have to, uh, you have to literally convince yourself that you already have it. Okay. There's techniques to do it. I lay it out in my, my, uh, practical law of attraction course, how, how to do all this stuff. And I, I break it down to a practical way that gets rid of all those, all the woo woo stuff. If that's what, if that turns you off, but, uh, it's, it's a very simple process. You're basically just reprogramming your subconscious mind to believe you have this stuff already. And when you believe it, you start acting, you start acting in accordance with uh, what you what it would be like to already have it, right? You'll all of a sudden things will start changing. It's 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 almost like magic. I don't think it's magic though. Okay. But if you don't, if you don't trust the process, you're gonna look around your current situation and you're gonna start doubting, right? <clears throat> When you're uh, when you're focused on your present results, it will start to form doubt in your mind. Now he says, if you look upon the appearance of disease, it will produce the form of disease in your mind and ultimately in your body unless you focus on the truth. Now his truth that he's talking about is this law of attraction stuff, right? If the truth is whatever you want it to be, your goal. Okay, if your goal is health, if you focus on being healthy, I'm healthy. I'm a healthy individual. Your your goal is to lose weight. Your, your your focus is like I'm fit and trim, right? I am fit and trim, like it's already happened. It'll start being that way. Your 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 habits around eating are going to start changing. You're going to start uh, looking into things. You're going to get ideas to start looking into things like, oh, what's a what's a good diet for me? And all diets work if you're consistent, right? So you're going to find, you're going to be led to a diet that works very well for you that you can be consistent with. And then you're going to be consistent with it. You see what I'm saying here? But you got to change your mindset to, to believe that you've already got it so that your subconscious mind leads you in that direction. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Um, on the flip side, if you see disease, but you believe you are healthy, you will stay healthy. So same thing with poverty. Okay. If all you see is poverty, you will be poor, right? If you have grew up in poverty and that's all you know, and that's all you see around you, and you believe that you can never get, you can never be rich, that you'll always struggle, that's going to be a reality for you because that's your belief. You believe that. You see what I'm saying? <clears throat> but if you look around, even if your current situation says poverty, but if you look around and believe there is abundance and opportunity, you will have abundance and opportunity. All right. And that's, that really is the difference between rich people and poor people. If you read, if you read the book, rich dad, poor dad, right. By Robert Kiyosaki, he gives an example of how he wanted a, I think it was a bicycle or something. And he goes to his poor dad, which was his real dad. His dad was a teacher. And he says, dad, I want this. And let's just say it's a bicycle. I can't remember exactly what it was, but he's like, dad, I want this. And his dad's like, Ooh, we can't afford that. I'm afraid. Yeah. We're money's tight. We're not going to be able to afford that son. 
So he goes to his rich dad, which was actually his his best friend's dad. His best friend's dad was a business owner. And his he goes to his uh, rich dad and he says, I want this bike, but my dad says we can't afford it. His rich dad says, well, let's see how we can afford this. Right? Do you see the difference there? His His poor dad thinks about how they can't do anything because they're poor. Rich dad goes, well, how can we do this? Right? He's like, can we go out and uh, can you go mow lawns? Can you go and like collect cans and save up your money to be able to afford it? Like the, he's thinking of he's like, the rich dad's thinking about possibility, whereas poor dad's thinking in lack and in, in limitation. Do you see what I'm saying? That's why they say, you know, wealth is a mindset, right? Um, so it's all in our heads. It's all how we we perceive things. Um, the, the next concept is avoiding conflicting ideas. So he advises against, oh, this is going to be a short episode today. Um, I think we only have two more concepts left. So avoiding conflicting ideas. He says uh, he advises against exposure to conflicting ideas, urging readers to stay focused on the principles presented in the chapter. Okay. He says, he says avoid books going to church or listening to anything that contradicts what he is talking about in the book. So don't go to church guys, because it might contradict what's in the book. <laughs> they might say it's the devil. It's the de law of attraction is the devil. I've heard that. I've heard, I've heard uh, like serious, like devout, like crazy Christians talk about how it's the devil. It's not the fucking devil. We'll get, we'll talk about that here in a little bit. Right. But, Anything that causes doubt in the process. If you do, it could cause you to doubt the process, right? Now, after studying the law of attraction for years now, as well as studying religious, uh, religious beliefs along with the law of attraction, I can tell you that this you can literally fit this stuff into any major religion, uh, any major religious doctrine. You can't. That's why uh, you, you'll often hear me say that the law of attraction is literally the core or the base of all major religions. All right. You can you can literally fit this into any religion you want. OK, so if you are religious, it's OK. It's OK. <laughs> right. So let, let me uh, for instance, right, the Bible. Let's go with the Bible here. Not to not to. And I'm not you know, I'm not like a theologian or anything like that. But I will say this, Glenn Lawrence, who is a, uh, he is like a certified pastor. He took the course and he, he, like, he really liked the course, right? He, he thought it was really good. Um, so I, that's all I'll say about that. But let's go with the Bible, right? The Bible tells us that God created us in his image, right? So consider this for a minute, okay? What if God... What if God isn't some guy with a gray beard in, in the sky? What, what if God is the formless substance or the quantum field itself? What if that is God's image, right? What if God is like that? We just, it's hard for us to conceptualize that. So we imagine him as a guy in the sky, but in reality, he is the formless substance. What if that's true? If we are made out of the formless substance or the quantum field, are we not made in his image then? Right. If God created all things through his thoughts in the formless substance or the quantum field and we are created in his image, 
wouldn't we be able to do the same? Just something to think about, right? He created us in his image to be creators ourselves. That could be possible. Could be possible. If you, uh, all major religions have a, uh, basically the same concept that we're all created from the source. We're all created from the original source, right? So doesn't matter how you, how you want to form it in your head and into your belief system. It, it can work, right? You can literally, you know, make it work, right? Um, now the, the ultra religious are going to call for a boycott of my channel now. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. So uh, the last key concept is faith in the process, right? He encourages readers to have faith in the process, stating that the science of getting rich begins with the absolute acceptance of the presented faith, right? And without faith, I will agree, it's hard to trust the process. Because like I said before, you're going to see your current situation and you're going to say, that doesn't line up with what I'm trying to do. And you're going to start having doubts. And the doubts is what's keeping you where you're at right? The doubt is what's keeping you where you're at. We talk about it in, in the practical law of attraction course. Um, there's different ways to, to, uh, reprogram your mind to get past. Cause what's going to happen is, uh, typically you have a paradigm. You have already have a pre-programmed subconscious mind. It's based on all the information you had growing up. Um, we're programmed since we were children and <clears throat> you're, your conscious thoughts are going to be in harmony with your paradigm. Like you can know something to be true. You can know that other people in your, in your poor ass neighborhood have gotten out of that neighborhood and have gotten rich and gone on to be successful in life. But for you, that's not possible. Right. And that's because your paradigm and the, what happens is I learned this in um, the last law of attraction book you'll ever need to read by Andrew Cap. He says, uh, basically we have this ego protection right? That protects our paradigm. So anything, any thought that comes in, that's not in harmony with our paradigm, your ego is going to reject it. It's going to be like, Nope, that doesn't fit. That doesn't fit. So we have to bypass that ego in order to uh, reprogram the subconscious mind. So there's, tr there's tips and tricks in my law of attraction course that talk about ways to bypass the ego so that you can reprogram your subconscious mind to believe this stuff to be true. So just FYI. Um, it's why, it's why one of the things I mentioned in my course is to be on the lookout for raindrops. That's also a concept I got from Andrew Cap, right? So before a torrential downpour, we see little raindrops, right? It doesn't just start off as a torrential downpour. It starts off as little raindrops, right? Signs that it's going to rain, right? So if you're using this stuff, you're going to start seeing signs that it's working. You're going to start seeing little things that is working, right? So if it's money you want, when you're walking around town, you randomly come across a $5 bill laying around. That's a raindrop, okay? That's a raindrop. It's just as easy to attract $5 as it is to attract $100,000. It really is. Um, that's a raindrop. You attracted a $5 bill, okay? That's a raindrop. AJ from uh the arms detail channel he's a he's a drakkar on the dragon ship on saturdays with me he recently did a review of my law of attraction course he he put out the intention of finding a half asian half latina nurse right that's his dream girl <laughs> 
the funny thing is like after he did that he starts applying the process in my in my law of attraction course he ended up on a date with a half asian half latina she just didn't happen to be a nurse the other night but it's close i said man that's a raindrop brother <laughs> you literally attracted a half asian half latina that's 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 a raindrop that's a sign that's working man you're gonna find oh you're gonna find one that happens to be a nurse nurses are freaky baby god bless them all right so what you want to do is if you're applying this stuff if you're if even if you're if you don't take my course you're reading the book and you do what he says in the book right start looking for and finding signs that you're on the right path right that will actually help you with the faith part okay all right that's pretty much all i got guys you guys are really quiet here in the last the last little bit yeah <laughs> Uh, are you guys still there? I still see people watching. So you guys are just like either mesmerized or you guys have tuned out. I don't know. But we're going to wrap up here. Uh, tune in to the podcast on Friday. Uh, fellow Dragon, Mike Steele, will be joining me to talk about all the losers online that are only losers because of instead of thinking about how they can achieve things or how they can do something, they fight, they fight tooth and nail to come up with ways why they can't do something. It's been happening a lot lately. I've been, I, I've been putting out, uh, you guys have probably seen it on social media. I've been putting out posts about how guys who still live with their parents after, you know, uh, past 20 years old, you know, they're, they're babies, you know? And oh my God, Oh my God, the amount of people talking about this economy and so eh, it's like all this stuff, it's it's happening to me. And and you know, why would I do that? And the, the man just keeping me down and all this stuff. It's just like, oh my God, like these guys have such a loser mindset. No one's saying go out and buy a four hundred thousand dollar house when you're 20 years old. No one's saying that, right? We're just saying don't live with mom and dad. So you could go out and get like rent a bedroom somewhere with like four other dudes. Okay. That's, that's much better than living with your parents. Okay. You can still save money. They're talking about, Oh, well, I I'd much rather do this to be able to save money. You can still save money. Right. I laid it out in my book, how you could do it. I, at one point when I, when I uh, was in the Navy, um, I talk about it in my book, right? There was a time where my now ex-wife, I should have seen this as a red flag though. <laughs> she just didn't want to work, right? She was uh, she was going to college and she begged me to be able to focus on college. Do you think I could stop working so I could just focus on college? And I was like, sure, I'm a provider. And so I went and got a second job as a security guard. I was literally working in the Navy. And then at night I was a security guard. And I did that and we kept, we kept the bills paid and we kept food on the table and it's totally possible. I didn't have to have my fucking parents, okay? You could do the same thing. I don't care what the fucking economy is like right now. All right. You can literally do the same fucking thing. You, you, now you have fucking DoorDash and Uber Eats and shit you could do as a side hustle. Jesus Christ. You could set your own hours with that. Fucking guys just thinking about why they can't do stuff. So anyway, Mike and I, we're going to go off on a fucking tear on Friday. <laughs> it really just comes down to this, right? Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Right? If you think you can do it, you can do it. If you think you can't, you, you're right. You can't do it. Right? That Henry Ford said that. Anyway, thanks for tuning in, guys. That's pretty much all I got. If you haven't done so already, please like, subscribe, hit those notifications. Oh, almost spilled my energy drink. <clears throat>
Thanks for everybody that sound off in the live chat. If you guys are watching the replay, drop a comment below. If you have any questions about the book or, or about these concepts, sound off below. Just leave an emoji. It doesn't even matter. If you guys are listening on your favorite audio platform, uh, give us a five-star review and tell us why you like the show. Thanks for everybody that sent super chats. I appreciate it. Follow me on social media. I'm on threads now. I'm going to have to add the link to threads there in the description. Get on the email list, guys. You can get your 20 dating app openers. You can get a free chapter from my book, and I'll also mail you some stickers when you do. Uh, check out the book. It drops on Monday on Amazon. You can still pre-order the, uh, the, the, the Kindle edition for only 99 cents. If you guys really want to apply what's what we're talking about in this book without the woo-woo, check out my Practical Law of Attraction course, loa.comeonmanpod.com. There's, there's links for all these in the description. <clears throat> join the beer club. Our meetup's tomorrow night. It's only 10 bucks a month. You can join for a free trial right now. Sign up now. Join the, the meeting tomorrow. If you like it, stay in the club. If you don't like it, no harm, no foul. Okay, you won't get charged at all. We also have a Telegram community where we you can chat anytime with the guys. You can send voice and video messages in the chat. Guys are dropping memes in there. Thor's sharing dirty pictures in there. It's great. It's great. It's a good time. And then uh, coaching is available at gumroad.comeonmanpod.com. We will see you guys on Friday. This has been the Come On Man Podcast. Now, go out and get it.